RadioInfluence.com. Not even like, like sleep tired because I got good sleep last night. Just yeah, put the headphones on or no? No, nah, not today. Okay, I got hit too many times. My my ears hurt a little bit. Oh, yeah. so. Little CTE going on in no, there. No, not not that bad. But no, we started with uh, for fight camp. It was a two mile run. Yeah. So it was like a two mile. No, excuse me. It was ten pull. That was crazy. So it was ten pull ups, twenty. Oh, 10 pull-ups, 20 dips, 30 push-ups, 40 lunges, 50, um, 50 squats, and we ran the two-mile run, and then we come back and we start training. We trained. We did. That was last night or yesterday morning? Last night. Right. And then after we're done, then we finished sparring. It's like, all right, we had to do the calisthenics over again. I'm like, this is some bullshit. Yeah. It's like, it was a big, like, uh, it's like the, hey, welcome back. Well, everyone, you know, who has fights and shit like that, because, uh, you know, I, I went home for a week yeah. for my uh, nephew's christening christening or baptism I, they kept changing it they're like oh whichever whichever sounds good and like being home is like it's i love home and everything it's nice to be there you know you want to be around i'm a family guy but it's weird when you it's not your own space anymore you know what i'm saying like you yeah. could be at a friend's house like i could be at your your house and you could make me feel super welcoming and everything but still you don't have your own pair of slippers there. You don't yeah, got, it's yeah. not your room. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I was, I went to the uh, 2 p.m. Uh, South Tampa fight team training and, mm-hmm. and uh, there wasn't many people there at all. But well, it's like, yeah, it's too, it's, yeah. during, it's, everyone's working. Yeah. But um, John came in and, and uh, he was talking about the training yesterday morning at, at, at a Tampa Muay Thai. He's just like between Jill and Dato, like they like really come up with like the best conditioning workouts <laughs> that are like the worst thing ever. You know? Yeah, just it just makes you angry, you know. <laughs> yeah. And that that's the thing. Like when I was uh, I was getting neurotic because you know I got to cut weight and everything. So like when I was uh, when I was visiting home and shit like that, I was uh, I was doing like a bunch calisthenics and just running and stuff, just trying to sweat. And I was just getting nervous. And and then you have you know I was home. My family's like. Uh, Hey, you want some of this? Like they're offering me like ice cream, ice cream, uh, was it ice cream sandwiches? I'm like, fuck, that looks so good. Oh, yeah. And they think I'm crazy. I brought my like my little. I told them, hey, don't judge me. I have my scale. You know how I bring the scale yeah, when I yeah. go eat. So my weight stood the same, so I was good. I was maintaining. I was like a 204 that time. Now, yeah, I woke up today one ninety seven. So I'm like, thank God, something's fucking working. But I once I got there and I smelled like I said, okay, I'm I'm not doing keto anymore. I stopped doing it. <laughs> so, but I I feel better now eating you know eating carbs and stuff like that. But I'm like maintaining. But family, they don't understand. Like they want you to be passionate about something, but they don't understand it. They're like, but wait, wait, why can't you eat that? Like they don't. I'm like, you know what I'm doing. Are you playing stupid or you just like? Yeah. Are you just you really don't know about weight cut? Like, you, I've been your son for thirty years. You should know what this is right now. So. But first off, welcome back, you know, and uh, I really kind of missed you last week, man. I, I, I actually missed uh, Jason recording as well, you know, and, but how was the trip? You know, how, how was. Oh, with everything traveling. Yeah. <laughs> so it was weird. I thought so. I feel like Latins were at the airport like six hours ahead of time anyway. So, but I get there because I, I have, because I was going to New York and they give you this whole like survey thing. You have to like fill this out. Have you been in contact with anyone, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I filled it out online. 
I get there. I'm like, okay, we have to be there. Uh, excuse me, me, because my wife couldn't go. We get there two hours in advance. They look at it. Hey, you have the survey? I'm like, yeah, okay. They just put me through like regular. I'm like, all right, this is, I feel like this is a, a big like show what they're doing. I get to New York and they ask just for the survey. I thought it would just be this long, pro- it really, first of all, no one was in the airport. No one's flying right now. But they try. They kept trying to call me, like uh, New York State Health, whatever. They were like, hey, are you here? I'm like, listen, I don't have time right now to, to talk about this. It's so fake how they're wait, doing wait, wait. So New York State Health Department called you? or Yeah, so what you do is you could opt either for a phone. I put text messages, so clearly they're not even paying attention. I put, um, you could either get a text message, they check on you, or um, a phone call. I put text message like three times on this. Hey, I want to be uh, notified or spoken to via text. They kept trying. Hey, do you have uh, 25 to 30 minutes for what? We just want to see, you know, your quarantine. Like, I'm home right now. Like, I, I I don't have this time to talk. And they called. I had it. It was 35 times they called oh, trying shit. to speak about it. I said, can you text me? I, I'm too busy. I'm quarantined. You know, I was. I was home and stuff like that. But they, it's just, it just seems like it's a big show. How are you? Someone could say anything like, hey, yeah, I'm home right now. But then they could be in New York City doing whatever the fuck they want, you know? So it seems like Floridians were crazy. Well, I'm I'm considered a Floridian now, right? That with like all the whole thing with COVID, you know, like, oh, the numbers are really high there. But when I went to New York, New York just seemed real dirty compared to Florida for some reason. I don't know if there's more sunlight, more air over here. Yeah, I was just like, ah, it just seems like I I would assume COVID would still be pretty bad over there. But so... That's crazy to me. I mean, because like one, on one side, it's, it's it's like okay, there there is accountability. There is you know system in place to to ensure that you know people are quarantining or you know doing their mm-hmm. best to be safe, and people are calling and checking in on you. Mm-hmm. On the other side, me as the freedom libertarian, you know, I don't tread on me. <laughs> it's like leave me that the hell alone yeah i get but it's it's almost like you know right now like uh weed is legal in certain states right like hey uh, i just have a headache and anxiety okay here you go here's your prescription that's what it, the, the feel i got of it they were just checking in on you yeah but besides the COVID thing like it was fun man like just being home is nice yeah it's it's weird like little things you miss though but you're from where are you from you're from enough you're from florida right i'm from south florida yeah. south florida right like you know when you get there like there's certain smells certain things you remember and everything yeah. Like when I got home, like it just felt nice being in New York because like when I'm in Florida, I'm the fast talker, fast speaker. Blah, 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 blah. I spit things a mile a minute. Yeah. But I'm I'm used to being that person, you know, and everyone else is not on that level of like just speaking fast for no reason. No. And then when I get there, like I hear everyone else. I'm like, whoa, whoa you, you got to slow down because I'm used to the the Florida way of life. It's like when I'm being <laughs> like, it's like being like when I was overseas and stuff like that, like. What's it called? What's it's not siesta. What's the break called in like uh, Reposto? I think in European countries, everything is slowed down. Like yeah, everything. Like they were like, "Hey, I'm like, hey, can I get an appointment for something? I had to get my car fixed, right? Because I didn't go on base. I they would tell you to go off base in Aviano. Uh, can I come at uh, one o'clock? No, no, no. It's Reposto. They have like a legit break yeah, for like two hours in day. It's, yeah, it's, it's two hours. So like I've I've done. I think it's two hours. Yeah. Yeah. So I've done training exercises over there um, oh in aviano no but um you know in europe and in, in europe okay right? where and between turkey okay um germany where else have i been spain but anyway they are their watch 
their own time. Yeah. So like a workday was was start at, you know, nine AM, right? And then when it starts, everyone has to meet in the coffee room and, you mm-hmm. know, drink the coffee. You know, they don't rush. There's right? no rush to get to work. No rush at all. And then literally, you know, from like, I don't know, eleven thirty to like one thirty, you're on lunch. There's no work getting done. It it's it's almost like they for example, we had a friend that gave birth there and then she had to do it at, you know, in the Italian hospital because the base was no longer, there was something where the base no longer is dealing with, you know, not, I wouldn't say dealing with, but they're no longer supplying services, you know, for pregnant women. So they have to get all these tests, everything off base. Right. So they're super old school where, you know, in, in the States, right. A woman has a baby, there's nurses coming in and out, in and out, checking, you know, checking vials, all that. She gave birth. She was literally just sitting there with her baby. Like, she's like, I've been here for like, three days they check like once a day they check on me it's super old school where they just kind of leave leave you be so it's it was um but it's it's weird i say all this i when i was overseas i was like oh i can't wait to get home like you miss like the little things like amazon only taking like two or three days to to, like get here (laughs) you know what i mean and i you miss like okay i want to go chipotle all these things like for example if you go visit another country say if there's a chipotle you just have have it it's not like home food or like home cooked food but it's like it's a taste of america a, a mexican version of america does it make sense like yeah. with chipotle or if there's like a hard rock or something like that we would just go do it just for the you know the the nostalgia of it yeah. but now that i'm I'm states i've been stateside for now two years or so i'm like i, I miss europe i miss oh. like everything kind of slowed down and just you appreciate it more every time i would go home i love home right but then when i would get back on the plane i would and then once i landed back in uh italy i was like ah it, it feels weird. You're just around nature in a sense. Like, you don't, there's no noise. There's it, nothing. It, it, how do I explain? I guess it's like very green. Green. There's buildings. It's green. But I, I just feel like it's just slow. You know what I mean? Like everything, yeah. you, you appreciate things. Like people are just more appreciative. Like when they yeah. have a conversation with you or like a restaurant, you know, if like your waitress comes up to you like in the States, like, hey, you guys, well, here's the check. They give it to you like, uh, bitch, I'm still sitting here. I'm still eating. You know what I mean? And there, they'll sit with you. They'll give you grapple. They'll give you shots. They want you to stay there. They, it's like a whole, yeah, it's a whole uh, experience. experience. Yeah. yeah. That's cool, though. So, like, what was your things to do in Europe? Or are you there for a short period of time? Yeah, I was right? only there for about three weeks. And, and, I mean, three like, weeks, you get shit done. Yeah, but, but I'm also working. Working. You know? I was working, so. too. So. <laughs> <laughs> I had no clearance, so I was working. Quotation marks yeah. working. Um, you know, we would get out and, you know, go to the, uh, the, uh, local restaurants and bars. You know, mm-hmm. I, I love how Europeans really believe in eating and, and conversing, you know, for hours, you know, just, and it's not one of those things where you, they eat huge meals like us, right? They, you know. Shit in Italy, them shits, they but, were big. No, but it's family portions, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah, true, true, true. Yeah. So I was a family of one. So <laughs> So, you know, it's definitely one of those things where like, you know, we all breaking bread together, which, you know, coming from our Hispanic culture, it's truly one of those things that it brought back a sense of community. Community, right? You know, and and it's when you're in the service or you're working for the the uh, government as as I was at that time, you know, um, we're all we had once again, you know, and so, you know, we, 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 we talked about past experiences. We've talked about, 
relationships. You know, there's there's times when, you know, we were traveling so much that a lot of us were, you know, having relationship issues w- with our spouses. You know, especially you you just have as silly as you just have each other. Yeah. And that's the one thing I I kind of uh I was thinking I got annoyed the other day because uh I don't know how you are with it, but I'm I, I'm that friend that always checks up on people. I'll talk maybe once a month, once or two, uh, every two weeks. I'm like, hey, Billy Bot, whatever, you know, like, hey, how are you doing? Like, I just like to check up on my friends and, you know, see how they do. Yeah, a phone call or just a text goes a long way. And it seems like today, though, like those bonds, you know, I made overseas, like some people just don't care. Where it's it kind of hurts because you know what I mean like you're with each other twenty like for example in Europe like you said like when you're stateside here you can go you can go to the bar and club with your friends outside the base right yeah. not everyone is as close because we have those outside things you you know you could do jujitsu at school you could you could uh, p- play a pickup game you know outside of base you know there's certain rules and regulations when you're overseas and the language barrier yeah. Granted, we're you know we're in Florida, like Spanish is the number one language, but over there you just have each other. Even like you do more things on base, whether it's like Christmas parties or whatever, like holidays stuff like that. There's more fun to do over here. You can um, have your own life and not, and the base is not as close. You know, it's not that community that you think it would be, right. unless you have kids, you know, and you and you're living on base, but it's not like that. Yeah, you know, so like remember, I I got out shit eight years ago right mm-hmm. and when i was on active duty you know that's exactly what it was and like for for those who lived you know west of the mississippi you know and and weren't able to to go home or you know whatnot you know just hey guys come on over you know and 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 we would break bread together so when that came to an end, I really struggled with that, you know. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like being a it's like being a kid where you have all your friends and your parents decide, hey, you're moving, starting all over in a yeah. new like high school or like you know an elementary school. Something. It's your everyone is there that you know. You know you you don't know anyone. That's how you. No. How long we I've lived in the states all my life, and then I went to Europe. And I loved Europe. And then I came back to the States. I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm the new kid, like, with my backpack just walking through the halls, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, like, when when I got introduced to to the gym and I met you, then I started meeting John, you know, in, in all reality, like, you guys are my, like, mm-hmm. only friends here. Like, yeah. in all honesty. I don't have. Well, mention Ray and everyone else. They're like, "What yeah. the fuck, man?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole the, so the whole crew, the list, yeah, bro, yeah, the like, whole crew, yeah. <laughs> you know, but you know, South Tampa fight team, okay. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just one of those things where you know, for years I lived in memory of my brothers in the uh, Marine Corps, you know, and and the things that I missed. So here I am, you know. Last year, I think I, I think I'm just about at a year now because. We're in August now when, mm-hmm. when, when I first got to uh, the gym. And, um, you know, just that overall community, you, you know, I think we've... It's we've, familiar. Yeah, you know, we've... To the service. Uh, we've had three fight nights this a month mm-hmm. at my house. We've we've uh, we've uh, broken bread. And, you know, you guys are my community. You know, you guys are now my family here. You know, whether I see you every day, whether you're annoyed with me or not, like... like mm-hmm. 
Like there's love there. And that's, and I miss that too, because uh, I, was, I was speaking to my wife about it. It's like with like, for example, you and uh, you and Casey, it's like, and then like John and Steph and everyone else, it's like, we're adults in the sense where we could be like, hey, you want to come over? Like people are making plans because I was so used to that in uh, when I was stationed in Europe where because it's all we had, we were just like, hey, we're doing this this weekend. The plans were already made. Yeah. And that's really refreshing because stateside, when I was here before I started training there, it was kind of like just me and my wife. I was kind of, you know, you get sad. It's like depressing. You're like, yeah. because everyone I worked with, remember, because I joined late in the service. So I'm 30 with a bunch of, you know, 19, 20, 20 year olds. And I'm not trying to rain on anyone's parade. You know, they want to do the club scene. They want to do that. Yeah. Don't bring my old ass. Like, I appreciate yeah. the invite, but I'm. I just don't want to do that because I'm going to be like, look at my clock, at, excuse me, watch at like 10 p.m. Like, yo, it's bedtime. I can't, I appreciate those invites. But then when I would invite some of my friends, hey, you guys want to come over? We're going to, we're going to just watch the fight. They weren't into that. They're still into the club scene and club stuff scene. like that. Yeah. But like, were you, you know, have, having us over, have food, bring this. I prefer that. And it, it has that, that family vibe you would have at home and that feeling where you were with, you know, when you were with your, Military member, it has that vibe of family. And family doesn't necessarily mean blood. It just means the people that you're, you bond with. Right. And I always thought it was people of suffering. And what I mean, like, I could only get along. Like, when I remember, I thought it was when I was overseas. Oh, I, I only get along with people that, like, do jujitsu and stuff like that because they have a passion. They understand what it feels like to suffer. As I get older, I realize it's not that at all. It's more the sense of, like, people that just that it's just, it doesn't have to be a bond of like suffering or it's more of a bond of like, Hey, you respect me. I respect, I want to break bread with you. Yeah. And that's the bond I have of just like love. It's not necessarily the, Hey, you get tapped out. Oh, me too. It's not that no, anymore. Not at all. Yep. But I can't get, I, I'm sorry. I can't like, if someone's just like, Oh yeah, what are you like? Oh, I collect bottle caps. All right. I get it. Like you're passionate about it. I don't think I could fuck with you like that. Cause like, I don't know what we're going to talk about. Maybe you got something else we could be cool with, but so this past March, we had our Afghanistan unit reunion, mm-hmm. right? For some reason, I I took charge and I planned it. Um, the 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 organization that where was it? It was in Florida. It, it was in Texas. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you going everywhere? I remember yeah. for I was like, hey, what are you doing? Shit? Oh no, I'm in Washington. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Just traveling. Yeah, dude. Um, but so and. Not to mention, this is this is the weekend that it was March thirteenth uh, through fifteenth, mm-hmm. and um, this is the weekend that COVID was really starting to like hit, become a big thing. Things were you know going on lockdown, and this took a year and a half, or this was a year and a half in in the making, and so we definitely. Was got, it emotional? So, yeah. So, for as long as it took to, you know, make it happen, this COVID situation made it very scary because it was just like, dude, people, and and sure enough, the week of, I think we had like five people drop out. That you actually knew because? Yeah. Oh, damn. Right. You know, and and then it was, um, we were afraid of all of the uh, cancellations from, you know, air and, you know, all like, So, anyway. We uh finally get there, and the whole entire t- you know the whole entire build up to this reunion, and we're like, oh man, we're gonna get so smashed, like we're gonna get fucked up, and 
and you know, that mindset, yeah, of, yeah, that young mindset, that, that young mindset, and this can be a total shit show. And I'll be honest, you know, that's not the way that I do it. But if you do it, hey man, by all means, this is what we're here for. We're ha- we're we're here to have a great time. We all have our you know normal lives at home. You know, there's a lot of police officers. There's uh, people that you know have you know ten kids. You know this and the other, and you know they don't get to get out. So the initial thought was just like it was gonna be like like this huge rager. And in reality, the the two and a half days that we were there, dude. I think there were like maybe one or two people that got like smashed and like, haha, like that's funny, right? Yeah. But comedic uh, relief. Yeah, yeah, you know. But besides that, it was nothing but love. You know, it was, mm-hmm. it was, it was nothing but like, bro, I missed you, you know, like, like and we're just going through the freaking memories, yeah. laughing at each other. And, and, you know, just there were, there were points of, you know, where it was emotional as well, it's, it's, it's especially. You went into that that remember when convo? Yeah. Oh man, I remember when you saw yeah. crying. Yeah, and stuff yeah. Like that. You know, it's that like, fucking love you, bro. Yeah. You know, and and um, super bad. <laughs> I love my best friend Eric. <laughs> Boop. Boop, booping every other, everyone's nose. So it, it was just, and then especially when the gold star, uh, uh family member. So uh, those who don't know what a gold star family member is, is the parents or loved one or you know wife husband that is the widow or a survivor survivor of someone that 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 was killed in action and some of these guys you know couldn't even look ghost our members in the eye you know and, and Why? just because just they felt ba- not right. bad but they they were emotional about right it. you know and and to see the hugs you know, to, 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 to the beautiful embrace. Yeah. To see that embrace of, you know, and, and it's, and, and it's a, a truly personal, but yet so emotional thing, you know, just like, it's not your fault, you Mm -hmm. know, let it go. It just, that weekend, though we, we had such high hopes of like it being like a drunk fest, it wasn't, but it was so much better than, uh, you know, our, our typical, drunk fest from like 10 years ago right it's the it's like it, you age like wine it yeah. makes sense like when you first have wine like say it's, it's just fresh off you know fresh off the the you know the branch and then you're like mm, it's a little bitter you know what <laughs> you gotta let you gotta <laughs> yeah. let it age a while yeah. you know but you still drink it right yeah. you're like okay whatever yeah. it's the same thing where it's nice i used to always say and i regret saying it i remember what tony soprano used to say it was um remember when is the lowest form of conversation and remember when, like, in the context of the show, though, is this guy, he was, like, saying, like, he was, like, a high school Harry saying, like, oh, I did this. I killed so-and-so. Like, he's, like, bragging yeah, about yeah. who he used to be. But re- that's not the case when you're reminiscing with loved ones, you know? Remember when is for the, is the lowest form of conversation when you're trying to build yourself up because you're doing nothing, nothing now. Yeah. Remember when is beautiful to t- to discuss is when you're, remembering great things you did with amazing, amazing beautiful people, people. Yeah. you know what i mean saying goodbye like how was it when you uh when you actually left was, was everyone hugging embracing crying so, or was it just you guys try to save face no man it, you know and, and it's crazy because we picked up one we picked up right where we left off 10 10 years ago yeah. right so when it came to when it came time to say goodbye you know 
people were coming up to me left and right, like, oh, like, thank you so much. I needed this, you know. And, and but you could see as they loaded the buses and the embraces was, you know, with the hugs, the mm-hmm. uh, the uh, goodbyes, the reconnections, the hey, you know, let's meet up here and there. People are, you know, making those plans to to really maintain the brotherhood, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's the important part is, you know, we definitely reminded ourselves like how much we need each other. Mm-hmm. You know, it it was amazing to see, and then like especially afterwards, uh, there were, I think there was a group of us, you know, maybe fifteen of us that that's a mob. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we extended our stay. So um, in Arlington, Texas, one one of our Marines is uh, buried there as well, Gary Gamble. So we all jumped in cars and and drove out to the uh, cemetery, bro, and you know picked up. A, a bottle on on the way there and chilled with that boy at the cemetery and just like killed a whole killed a, a whole entire bottle together you know and some may say oh yo, you know that's that's unhealthy it's 15 people i, I like a right, bottle stuff right, like that yeah. and y'all all marines so like exactly you know, usually just drink one bottle to your face by yourself right so. you know so, but it's just one of those, it's one of those things that, um, it's one of those things, it's one of those things, right? <laughs> I want to counter how many times you say it. Cause I've, I've cut my, my likes, like, you know, like, yeah. like, I like, yeah, I cut them down, but fuck you. You can't take a joke. Um, <laughs> so I say this with the utmost respect of, of, you know, we enjoy drinking together you know and, and and it's not that 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 we you know but drinking is not the is not the sorry to cut you off is not the focal point of it you know when you're right. younger it's like oh i'm gonna get fucked up and right where the chips exactly. lie they lie you know what i mean now it's just it's almost like an enhanced like you guys are enjoying each other hey let's make the mood a little yep. better you know that's yep. point of alcohol right yep. so you know we we uh, split a bottle you know and i mean we're taking it to the head you know one after another and 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 that's that's that was our ceremony because you know a lot of you know we weren't able to make it to this guy's funeral, right? Because mm-hmm. we were 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 still overseas, um, and a lot of us, you know, for what whatever reason, had never been to his uh, grave before, you know. So this was a first time for all of us, and 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 it was how long ago did he pass? Uh, two thousand ten. Uh, March 11th. And when did you go to Texas? March uh, 13th. 2019 or 2020? 2020. Okay. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. So it was it was literally 10 years later, mm-hmm. you know. And so, you know, it, we truly had that moment, whether it's food, whether it's alcohol, but we broke bread together, mm-hmm. you know. And, and we had that, remember when, you know. And it means so much. And we, we uh, split, we go our separate ways, but, but, but yet, our last memory with Garrett was when he died. You know, so now we created a new one of like, yo, it's a celebration. It's a celebration now, and that's and that's the thing too. Like, um, when someone passes, for example, my grandma, you know, she helped raise me and everything like that. It's very somber around the house, and it's it's easier. Easier said than done. Like, oh, we need to celebrate, celebrate life, you know. Yeah. But it takes time. Look, it's taken 
10 years, you guys came, you know, everyone's lives are busy and, you know, like, and sometimes it's just real sense. It's still, it feels like, you know, an open wound sometimes. Yeah. I wouldn't say force, but you, you make these memories because you have to celebrate them. You've mourned enough. You, you've mourned long enough where you have to show the beauty and like celebrate their life, not, you know, mourn the death anymore. Because after yeah. a while you have to, you have to bring back into the world what was taken away, where he was taken, you know, prematurely. Bring back that life, you, you know, his mannerisms. Talk about the good times you guys all had together. And with, and that's, you know, the theme of today, it seems like it's like, you know, breaking bread and creating these bonds and memories and everything like that. That's why I feel like it is definitely important. Certain people you don't have to talk to every day. Yeah. You don't have to talk to every month. It's almost like I have friends from back home in New York. But we laid that foundation of we've been friends for 15, 20 years. Yeah. I could be like, they, I could come into their house real quick. They're playing video games. I'm like, what's up, bro? Hey, what's up, man? And we yeah. sit there and we just, I walk into their house. Like, you know, friends I've had for like 10, 15 years. I could walk in there. They're playing video games. They'll look at me. I'll be like, what's up, man? And we don't have to be like, oh, how are you? Like this big. It's just, we laid that foundation of friendship. Other people, you're still laying that foundation. You have to check up on them. Yeah. You have to make these calls. I feel it's very crucial to always make those like I we call each other you know obviously even not podcast things we'll just call it hey what are you doing type of thing or certain friends that you know you've had in the core and stuff you they need that phone call or we even need that phone call sometimes it's it's we are the ones that are the that are the not caregivers what's the we're like the big brothers like hey how you doing sometimes we need that call man and I feel like some friends need to get out of their own head and like show like, hey, you care for someone. You know what yeah. I mean? It goes along. A, a phone call, a text message. Hey, how are you doing? Yeah. Not just that if someone comes through the gate kind of like, hey, how are you doing? Well, I'm going to tell you all my fucking problems <laughs> before you go into McDill. But no, like actually having a conversation or a text. And I feel like, I don't know how you feel. Have you lost some friends and stuff like Not, you know, from death, but lost friends because they just don't put the effort in. Um, yeah, you know, or I've had to, and I've had to do this a couple of times, but I've had a couple of brothers and I, I, I caveat, I caveat with this. They will always be a brother to me, you Mm -hmm. know, but I've had to distance myself. You always love someone, but they're not right for your life. Exactly. It's like any, like a relationship with a, you know what I mean? You could have a relationship, like, for example, like, uh, your baby's mom's like, you you are not i know no listen like i listen listen no matter what your the negative relation may be now whatever the case is you know you have children together mm-hmm. you know there will always be that bond because of that but that person's no longer good for your life yeah. you know what i mean still isn't yes yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean but there's still that bond there any relationship you go through you could like yeah. there, there's there's a bond there yeah. but there was clearly there's a po- there was a positive time. Y'all have kids, you know what I mean. There was something. Doesn't mean you have to reminisce like, hey, I miss you. No, fuck that. Casey yeah. will go upside your head. Yeah. But everyone there, sometimes you just gotta let go. Some people are not worth your time, right? You know, and and so there's a one individual where it's just like he he would call me, was hey man, how's it going? And just like oh, you know, just l- looking at the rope dangling. In, uh, oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, in my room. You know, I'm just and and like half like halfway joking like like he's contemplating suicide bro you know and mm-hmm. and as many times as 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 i've helped him as many times as i've told him hey drive to me mm-hmm. or or hey you know i'm coming to you 
you know, hey, let's go mm-hmm. to the fucking hospital, you know. Mm-hmm. And it became a point of like as as I feel, he was seeking attention, right? Wait, oh, so he wasn't really like the boy who cried wolf, or he or was it like legit attention like he needed help? I'm confused. He, both. You know, it, it, it was you know, when when he would go through his his episodes of oh my god, woe me, and and I was like, hey man, like okay, like I love you, bro. Like, what can we do? How like how can I help you? This is this is my plan. Like I've like I've no shit. Like called first responders to his house, you know, to make sure that he was safe. And this is after numerous of times of like okay, you're only reaching out to me because you know that I care and I will never let anything happen to you. Mm-hmm. Right. But you're not really trying help yourself. to help yourself, you know, and giving me the fucking anxiety. Right. It's to that point where like, like I said, he'll, he, he's a very important person to me. Um, but I've had to dis- distance myself from his issues. And that, that goes with anything too. Like, uh, you know, you have a family member that, you know, maybe, not you, I'm saying just anyone, they're addicted to drugs, right? Yeah. How many times can you take them to rehab? Yeah. And you, like, not even as serious as that, or like, not, like yeah, that situation is serious as well, you were speaking of. Just in general, some people are not good for your life just because they they just talk too much shit or they're just like, yeah. they just like, they always bring in some, they always got to complain about something or it's always about them. It's like, hey, what have you done for me lately type of personality? Mm-hmm. Or they don't, or it's the type of per- relationship where if you don't write them or call them, they don't reach out they to you. Reach out, yeah. There's it, it comes in different forms, and we have. And sometimes when you have a big heart, or if you're just one of those people that always checks on someone, you kind of you have to learn your your value as well. You know, this doesn't mean that we need a call. Like I said, I'm I'm just reiterating, we don't need a call every week or something. We don't need that, but it just shows laziness in my eyes where you can't listen i see people they post stories on social media they post all this shit all the time you could make a call or text someone i've made a list i have it on my phone it's like a daily habit list where it's like okay i gotta call my mom three days a week she's number one so she gets you know three three days a week you know i call my my father i call my stepfather i call my siblings you know just to keep that bond you know you have to you have to keep these bonds alive because that's what makes you happy that's it's it's networking as well as you know, in a sense like you said breaking bread. Still, I don't care if it's virtual. You know, right, right, right. I think that's the investment in a relationship, right? You know, or, um, or I was taught this a while back as far as a love bank. You know, um, you know, you know every every time that that you take from someone, you know, you are at, at the ATM. You're you're taking out cash. Oh know? shit! Never heard of that. Right. So you know, but you, but every time that I reach out to you as 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 an ATM, you know, I'm taking I'm taking out the cash and I'm doing whatever I want with it. Mm. You know, but do I ever deposit cash back in? Right. It's like having an account, no job, but just constantly taking money until constantly taking money until you it's run like, out. It's like that Justin Timberlake movie. You ever see? It? It's like about time. How much oh, time yeah. they have Dude, left? I love that movie. Yeah. I didn't see it, but it looked cool. Uh, <laughs> but it's like I, that thirteen from 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 House. Yeah, I, 
beautiful yeah. eyes. Yeah, sorry. This is like, the same. Yeah, I, no. <laughs> I love that girl, bro. Like, believe me. <laughs> we ain't cutting this shit out. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's to say, like, for example, like uh, the premise of it was the currency in life was time. Time. Where they want a cup of coffee. Oh, that's uh, two minutes. Two minutes for a cup of coffee. And that's how we have, like you said, it's a love bank. You know, you're taking money, you're taking their time, they're t- you're taking their love, their effort. And what are you putting forward? When o- someone always asks for help all the time, and then you ask, not that you ask a favor, or even just like, they don't even have time to even make a call to talk to you. Yeah. They only call you when they need you. But even then, when we, if you don't need something personally, but if you just want to reach out, hey, how are you doing? They don't have enough time no. to to talk to you or even see what you're doing. Yeah. Like I have, a, I had a a friend recently. Um, he uh, he he's going he's going through some stuff and uh, asked me for a ride. Right? He's like, hey, can you pick me up at uh, uh, X, Y, and Z? I was like, yeah, no problem. I haven't really heard from he he actually though. We we have a good we have a relationship where we don't have to talk all the time. But he reached out, hey man, I truly appreciate. He I like the podcast stuff like that. He was super positive, like hey man, I, I do appreciate that. Out of nowhere, I he called, hey, can you pick me up? I'm moving stuff so like yeah, no problem. We haven't spoke in like a month or two, but we have that relationship like where he still reaches out. We'll send things to each other here and that we 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 keep that bond where we got to treat it like Bitcoin in a sense, right? With like you said, with love and stuff yeah. like that, and the love bank where. You know, not Bitcoin. What, what's a what's that show called? Uh, Full Metal Alchemist. I don't know if you see. It. It's a I've never heard of it. It's a it's a, an anime, but uh, it's like the the law of uh, equivalent exchange. So, for example, like if this table, right? He like the the main character. He was he was the Full Metal guy. He could uh, whatever molecules are in this table, you could change something. Like see this right now, he could change it into like a rocking chair or something like that because mm. it's wood, right? It's the same. It's the same structure. Same thing with love. Like say if you ask me for or you call me, I'm going to use that same energy and give it back to you, pay it forward, All right. and do something. Not do something positive, but because I want to. I want to keep that relationship going. It just it's weird. We have all the tools in the world to talk to people and you know keep bonds, but people are just lazy. Yeah. Or Selfish. Selfish. Yeah. La- you know. Laziness, selfish. You know, it's, you know, double-edged sword. And some people don't see it as an issue. And then you see these memes. People are like, oh, I got no friends. Bitch, that's your fault. You don't, you don't talk to anyone. The fact that we can have conversations like this. Or I have friends and you have, I could tell you like, hey, man, I don't appreciate yeah. X, Y, and Z that you did. We'll have a conversation. And some people, it doesn't even cross their minds that they're hurting that person's feelings. Or it doesn't cross their minds that they're hurting that person's feelings by being silent and not even showing. We're good face-to-face, but we're not good to, you know, my mother deals with this with, you know, her own siblings. Where, yeah, yeah, it's crazy where I have one, my Uncle David, he's always there, always family events, everything. My mother and them really close. I have other aunts and uncles I haven't heard from. I don't hear from them. It's always, you know, they have their own issues they're dealing with. It doesn't matter. You're my godmother. You know what I mean? You're my godfather. You should want to. I don't care if I'm third. Why am I still reaching out to you constantly? And, you know, same thing. She tells my tells my mother. Oh, I just don't, you know, I'm just not that type of person. You're not that type of person, yet you want to be in everyone's Kool-Aid. <laughs> Always asking about the gossip. You want yeah. you want the information, but you're not letting us into your life. Yeah. She asked me. I remember I, I just went home for this vacation. 
If she listens to this, listen, it is what it is. I'm not going to drop your name. You know who you are. I love you to death. No, I love her to death. Yeah, Titi. I'm talking to you, Titi. (laughs) She's my aunt. She has been an amazing godmother. Everything, you know. But we're in the church for my my nephew's uh, baptism slash christening, whatever they want to call it for the day. And uh, I see her, but I, you know... I didn't go up to, you know, because she doesn't reach out anymore and she doesn't talk. Like, even when I try to call her, oh, sorry, my phone doesn't work. It's always, it's the same excuse. Yeah. It is what it is. And, but she always wants to know the cool later, but she doesn't let anyone else in her life. We, um, we're talking, she goes, it's called intelligence. She has to collect intelligence yes, in order there to, there we go. You know, She's a cyborg, right? People, yeah. Um, she goes, uh, oh, no wife? <laughs> yeah. No wife? <laughs> I said, no. Well, I said, and I said to her, because she was dating someone, I was like, no boyfriend? And Ooh. I look at her. She's like, oh, oh, oh. I'm like, I'm like, Thithi, you always ask me, you know, you, you're, you're looking for, you know, you're looking for the gossip. How about how are you? How's this? You know, and I'm I'm just like tired. I'm at this age where like, it sucks when you see things. Everybody can get it. No, not even. <laughs> <laughs> it, it sucks that we're at a certain age, you know, you could see the cracks in the lining of your family with certain things, things that you didn't notice as a kid. Yeah. Now you're noticing, Oh, this relationship is like this. This, I love all my family, but certain relationships aren't the same way anymore. Yeah. You know, and we taught, I said, no, you know, she, and I told her really like she couldn't be, you know, cause of COVID, you know, she's still in the military. You know, if she came to New York, she has to quarantine definitely for 14 days. Yeah. You know, we're only there for seven, you know, her uh, superiors would be like, well, then why are you going? Are you You're going? supposed to quarantine. And, you know, I'm, she can't get in trouble. You know, she, yeah. you know, she, hopefully she puts on text and get that text, Sergeant Money. Yeah, but, and that's. We we're talking about that yesterday. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's, that's it. It's just that people want from you, no matter if it's just, they want, like you said, the ATM, they're, they're making a withdrawal, but they don't put anything back. Yeah. I guarantee whatever I could have told, I could have told my, 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 my godmother, the biggest lie in the world. Guess what? She still wouldn't. She probably wouldn't have remembered it because it has nothing to pertain to her life. They just they just talk the talk, just like we talked the other day about social media. Some people just hear other people just to have a response, response or just tell like yeah. if I say like you ask me, hey, how was your day? And I tell you how it is. Oh yeah, yeah, that's cool, cool. Anyways, <laughs> anyway. boom. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not listening. At people all. need yeah. to learn to just be better listeners. Hold on to memories and just make better bonds with each other. Break bread. Break bread. It's not always about that one person. They go so. I I think that's that's a uh, great uh, stopping point. Yeah. Today was different. Yeah. yeah. So you know we definitely wanted to. The past few weeks have been you know heavy to say the least. We've shit today was heavy too. Y'all yeah. break. Yeah. Y'all. Pouring tequila down and stuff like that at your, at your buddy's grave. I don't know if that's really yeah, happening. Yo. I just assume that's what Brian Shout out to the homie. Yo. Yeah, exactly. Appreciate the conversation. Yeah, man. I'm Gio. And I'm Sean. And this is the As You Were Podcast. This is a place for my head quick picks on Radio Influence. This week on the A Place for My Head podcast, we are joined by Sean Lopez. He's one of the co-hosts of the podcast As You Were, which is uh, a podcast based primarily around military veterans and transitioning to civilian life and things like that. Uh, Sean is a veteran of the U.S. Marine Corps. He's also a Purple Heart recipient. Uh, He did some combat tours in Iraq and Afghanistan 
And uh, he he opens up and he talks a lot about uh, being in combat face to face with the Taliban, being exposed to, you know, multiple explosions, IEDs and so much more. He most importantly, though, he talks about the mental health aspect of being in the military, both while you're in there and post military life. So, you know, this is one for the, the books. This is unlike any other podcast we've had. And it's certainly one you need to check out. So this week on the A Place for My Head podcast, it's Sean Lopez. Check it out anywhere podcasts are found. A Place for My Head with Brandon Thompson and Jerry P. Tuck can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.